Teen Speak. Empowering today's youth. The purpose of Teen Speak is to allow teens a safe space to share stories and strategies around challenges and inspire other teens on how to meet their own challenges or make their mark in our world. Some of our guests may have done some inspiring things that may not resonate with everyone's views be it personal or political. This is not a political podcast and though we have our own personal views, our guests do not necessarily reflect our views. They are simply here to share a story and experience in hopes it inspires others to be the best version of themselves and make the impact they desire in the world. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Teen Speak, Empowering Today's Youth. I am Coach T or Antoine Thompson in North Carolina. And I am Coach K, Keith, because that's what everybody calls me, in New York. And before we get started, I wanted to share with everybody uh, just kind of the big story. Keith and I have been doing this podcast for about seven months, known each other for a couple of years and have never met each other up until about a week ago. He was uh, passing through, stopped to get a little something to eat, noticed a sign and realized he was in my town. So he reached out, gave me a call and we finally got to meet one another. And it was uh, an amazing experience. And if you ever get an opportunity to meet people that you've been talking to through a screen for the longest time, I highly urge you to do it because it really does solidify the relationship you have. And it was amazing to finally get to meet you, Keith. Thank you. And we learned, we did learn one thing. We learned that Applebee's does not make a good margarita. <laughs> no, they <didn't. laughs> that we do know they put it in the wrong glass and everything. <laughs> yeah, that, was, that was so great. So yeah. that's, that's the universe, right? I always talk about the universe working. Like sometimes things just, you know, happen like you know we've been talking about when are we going to meet and it just bizarre coincidence that i got off of that exit so that was meant glad to be sure yeah i'm glad you did so and it won't be the first it won't be the only time we meet so mm-hmm. um so today we have a another young person from california she is a senior at walnut high school and i hope you all will help us welcome holly Er to teen speak empowering today's youth how are you holly i'm great how are you Oh, we are always doing great when we get not only see each other, but get to meet these uh, wonderful young people like yourself. And and we really appreciate you taking time to join us. Thank you. I can't lie. I am a little nervous, but, you know, hopefully this will be a regular conversation like every day. You know, that's all we do. This is like (laughs) we don't want you to be nervous. We really we want you to be comfortable because we want you to speak and share what you want to offer to the world because all the other teens that are listening, it's like, what can they learn from you? But there's, this is so low key and chill. And I'm just going to say this up front, put your mind mm-hmm. at ease. Even if you say something really, really stupid, we'll edit it. <laughs> so don't worry. About it. But well, I have no doubt that you're going to be perfect and that there's not going to have to be any, usually it's me and Antoine have to edit ourselves out. I don't think <laughs> so, Do not Thank worry. You. You're Thank welcome. you. That's the power of technology. Yes, that 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 it is that it is. Now, one of the things I want to ask you, Holly, first is uh, this song that always makes you feel good. Good days by who is that by? By SZA. SZA. Okay, I want you to pronounce it for me because I've never heard that. Now, explain to me why this is your go to song. Okay, so this song has been out for a couple years now, but I don't. So SZA, she's a pretty big artist. She's pretty popular, but I personally just don't really dabble in her stuff i listen to it occasionally but you know this specific song good days got viral a couple years ago and then this summer i just got my license you know 
So I've been driving by myself and I love listening to music and just, you know, driving down the sunset. It's a dream. It's a movie. Um, and then this song just came up on my shuffle and it is such a summer song. Like I can't describe it to you, but you just feel so good. Good days. The title says it all itself, you know, just about having a good day. Oh, we'll have to check that out. We'll definitely check that out. Now you are located in LA County, correct? Yes. I okay, am. how many how many celebrities have you seen? <laughs> you know what? Not me, but it's always everyone else but me that has these crazy celebrity experiences. Everyone but me. And you know, I just see like my friends that they meet TikTokers on Instagram. You know, my mom, she met Kim Kardashian in a bathroom once. Yeah, it's crazy. I just hear all these stories, but I don't believe them. Like none of them happened to me. Yet. Okay. Well, Yet. You, you met Yet. us. According yeah. to our last guest, we're celebrities. So, you know, we're good now. Of course. Yeah. These are yeah. celebrities. My first celebrities. Well, I guess we have to move out to LA, Keith, to, to be official, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. We go on the Hollywood Stars and the Hollywood Boulevard. Yes. Yeah. No, that would be great. Uh, so, you said uh, one of the other things you like math and science? I do. I do. Are you crazy? You know what? I thought too. Okay. So, for math, always been in denial i hated math growing up you know it just you know the idea of it no one likes math um so i've always just kind of been like oh yeah i hate it i feel like i've always just said it just because everyone else around me says it but then you know i hate math but then i keep on getting into these advanced placement classes in my school i keep on scoring good on these math tests so it's like you know what that's all luck but i feel like i just began to realize last year you know I tolerate math and there's a reason why I'm constantly good at it I just feel like I've always been in denial but just because of this huge stigma around it I just kind of wanted to fit in like yeah math kind of sucks but now you know as the curriculum becomes more rigorous and I feel like it's weird but I feel like math is kind of creative to some extent there's multiple ways to get to the same answer so I kind of enjoy that so yeah, math is kind of cool. So let me ask you a question, just because when you, when you say that about math, you know, the one thing about math too is, right, like so much, you don't realize it, but math is not always just about like adding and subtracting, right? So many, so many mm -hmm. businesses, so many like coding and, and, you know, software engineering. I mean, there's so much math involved, right? So it's not, it's not just about like what, you know, our generation views as math, right? So what are your plans? Like, do you know what you want to do when you, like when you graduate? Like, have you started thinking about that? You know what? It's okay. I know. yes. So short answer, I don't know. It's more complicated than that. But then for me, um, as I begin to apply to these different schools, um, I'm just gonna apply to different majors relatively in the same field. So the science field. So whether it's biology, chemistry, or even pre-nursing, pharmacy, pharmaceutical practices, something around that field. I'm not sure yet, but I know that I'm fine being in that field it's just i'm not sure exactly what yeah, yeah. that's okay this mm -hmm. is the time to explore honestly i always you know yes. when i work with college students all the time you know so i don't know what i want to do i don't know what i want to do and i'm like you know what you got like honestly you got till after you graduate i, I tell my kids <laughs> all the time you have to like you're 30 to figure like take now's the time to take risks right like try things see what you like see what you don't like right because mm -hmm. you know once once you get up there like me and Antoine, you're married and you have kids, right? You can't can't really make the, can't take those risks. But when you're young, right. now's the time to explore and 
take risks and do what you want to do and see what, see what works for you. So. I love that. Yes, I agree. Yeah. Take your time. Take your time. Uh, what's interesting is, you, you know, you're saying you're not sure what you want to do. Uh, Keith, do you, I forget. I meant to tell you this. I actually, uh, Caleb, a young man that I've been working with for several years was a guest on the show a couple months ago. He reached out and invited me out to lunch uh, last week. And we went out to lunch on Sunday, actually last Sunday. And we were talking specifically about this and he just graduated from high school and was he's going to be enrolling in community college and wasn't sure what he wanted to do. And he had mentioned a few things that he wanted. And I basically said the same thing Keith said is, you know, which uh, you're so young, don't put pressure on yourself and enjoy life. There's so many, you have so many more years to really kind of figure out who you are, where you want to go. And, and it's, Plus, you're going to be interacting with so many different people that may introduce you to something new that may be of interest to you. So not that you don't already know that, but this is really for those that are listening, too, so you can understand that you're young, enjoy life. And when you get older, like Keith and I, you, you don't have as much energy and you got to be a little bit more strategic about everything that you do. Right. <laughs> so. Takes longer to get out of a car. You know. <laughs> <laughs> get yeah. out of bed, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, one of the things you, you mentioned, uh, Holly, would get into a topic that you want to talk about, which was um, the toxic, toxic nature of trends. And mm-hmm. I'd love for you to kind of really start that conversation because Keith and I love to interact with him based on what you share and not any preconceived uh, ideas that we have, but would love to hear your take on it. Yeah, so I feel like trends has just been a thing constantly, you know, throughout history. It's just something that, you know, you know, whether this style of clothes, whether this style of Victorian dresses, you know, back in I don't know, the 1700s. But now we just see it so much more often because, you know, this topic always goes back to social media. And, you know, now social media is being capitalized. And especially off of the youth, you know, um, teens, including myself, we are the prime, I'd say, victims of trends. I don't know if victims is the most appropriate term, but I feel like just because you know, we're considered so impressionable and how, you know, this notion of, oh, you have to fit in or you want to be perceived as cool on social media, all of this, I feel like companies, influencers, even celebrities, they'll find a way to, you know, target a specific product, brand, trend, even body type or clothes towards you. Um, You know, everything appears to be so marketable nowadays. And, you know, at times... Of course, there's going to be positive trends, but also at the same time, just, you know, this wave of trends constantly being forced feed. like, oh, you have to do this. Oh, but now you have to do that. Oh, but now how about this? You know, it's so overwhelming now. And I feel like a lot of the teens on social media have grown almost numb to it. You know, there's like this barrier between us and being able to fully comprehend what we see on a screen. Let me ask a question. Can you just for our audience too, right? Can you give an example of like what you consider like a good trend and then what you consider like a, like a bad trend or negative, negative trend? I'd say a bad trend that I'm seeing nowadays, it's diet culture on TikTok. They're talking about um, calorie deficit meal plans and, you know, those are like 20 year olds, but then I see that being translated into, you know, people my age even at school like people will bring in do you guys know those diet juices where you just go on a juice cleanse Mm -hmm. you know you don't eat anything for a whole like week or so a couple days it's just you're living off of juices and you know i guess that's fine if you're older but you are still 
we're as kids to be in that mindset it's like I have to lose weight and I have to look like a certain I have to look a certain way that that's honestly kind of so upsetting how we're at a point where we have to live off juices you know so that's I'd say a pretty bad trend and as for a good trend I'd say something that brings in a community you know so for example an artist or starting a new hobby so I saw like DJing being a new hobby I think that's pretty that's very harmless and like super cool I see a bunch of people being like oh you inspired me to DJ or I, I um, you inspired me to start you know producing music you know because one of my friends, they just started producing music and they're uploading it on SoundCloud. I think it's a great hobby and, you know, a great way to express yourself. And it also brings in a community. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think the other, uh, the couple of bad ones, I think, is, is you know, we've all seen the trends where there are these, uh, I guess they literally just call them trends where you're doing these crazy things. And it's sometimes it's making people step outside of who they are to fit in, kind of what you were talking about, Holly, is, mm-hmm. is, um, it seems like it's something somebody else would do. Like if I see something, I'm like, oh, that's crazy. It's crazy, mm-hmm. but it's not something I would do because, you know, I'm older, mature. I'm like, okay, that's kind of crazy, but I could see mm-hmm. it being fun if I were younger. But at the mm-hmm. same time, there are some that are dangerous. You know, there are people getting actually injured and some have actually passed right. away from doing some of these crazy trends. So mm-hmm. I think that that's one of the things that I think is very toxic because it sends a message that, hey, this is how you fit in or this is how cool and the other, I think, is is the body shaming part about the clothing. I think that companies, right. back back to your point about companies, they are targeting kids because they know, hey, we got to make money. What's the best way? Well, the best way is to go to the most impressionable group of people, and that's preteens and teens, and hit mom and dad up. Hey, I got to have this. I got to have that. And mm-hmm. if you don't go to school with the most uh, up-to-date or the newest line of shoes, and for Keith and I, shoes, if they cover my feet, I'm happy. They don't have to be a certain <laughs> brand. They don't have to be a certain right. brand. But for you and your peers and in your group, it is about that. Mm-hmm. I think honestly, like I'm not saying I'm perfect. Obviously, you know, if I go, if I'm online and say, like, "Oh, I see these type of you know baggy cool jeans are trending," obviously, like I'm I'm not gonna be like, "Oh, that's so over me." Like, no, obviously, I also want to buy them, but also it's just further encouraging this, I guess, over consumption of not just media, but of, you know, purchasing things and the constant need to buy. Yeah. Mm. Well, let me ask you a question. So like, you know, obviously people listening to this, right? Like, mm-hmm. how do you, because I'm, you know, Antoine knows I could talk all day long about social media and how I, mm-hmm. how I your age group being completely manipulated yeah. by these companies, right? Like I'm, mm-hmm. so, you know, how do you combat, like, how do you, how do you have a conversation with the people in your circle about how you feel like an authentic conversation to be able to like help, you know, help them see what you're seeing and see, you know, a healthy way to approach social media versus getting sucked into all the negativity, you know, and you, cause I, 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 I take it. Sometimes you might be on the outside, right. Looking in going like, mm-hmm. right. How do you support those people? Like, what would you say to our listeners to, to support them? you know, and to help give them some strategies or understanding about like, you know, how it's unhealthy and how your mindset and the way you view it, you know, can be beneficial to them. I think overall, just taking a step back, as you mentioned, and just looking at what has been trending nowadays and what has been 
you know, thrown out and been considered outdated because a lot of these trends are, it's just a cycle. It comes in and comes out. So you really just have to step out and be like, look at even photos from two years ago, back in quarantine in 2020, the things that were trending, like you don't see that happening now. You don't see these certain clothing, these certain, you know, like I'd say trends on TikTok, um, the things that people post, you don't see that happening now. If anything, if you post something that happened three years ago, now you're pretty much gonna get i'd say clowned on for being outdated or just being like like dude that was so like that was literally quarantine like keep up with it i think overall just taking a step back and reflect on who you were like just a year ago too especially for teens and just see how fast things change and you have to think is this normal and also where are you putting your values and where are you putting your even your money you know yeah, uh, yeah, you're definitely hitting uh, the nail on the head there, Holly. Because uh, one of the things I took away from what you just said was, you know, being you and not trying to be like somebody else. Because I, I've always, I always uh, like to remind people when you start being something that you're not, so that you fit in. Guess what? You have to keep doing that to fit in. And the longer you do that, the further you get away from who you are and who you want to be, mm-hmm. and then ultimately trends start to run your life and when you get to that point you truly can get knocked off your path to success just trying to keep up with people and and i think uh your point's very valid in that you know taking a step back and looking at it and i always tell people to ask the question why okay why would i do that and where why and where where is that going to take me and ultimately it takes you where you don't want to go and peer pressure is is huge and I think mm-hmm. you, you know that. I mean, you're a senior in high school, but obviously you mm-hmm. you seem very grounded and you understand this is why you're on here, because you want to talk about something that's very important to uh, your generation. And we appreciate that. So, um, yeah, I just wanted to kind of put that drop my two cents in on that topic. Um, I think to just go on top of it, it's not just about fitting in nowadays, but it's like this competitive nature. of Oh, who's like the most who's the prettiest who has the best clothes like just in general who's the best you know and it's just this constant like of course everyone wants to be the best of course everyone has this desire to be looked up to everyone has this desire to be complimented you know on social media or in public or at school you know so we all kind of are so urged to become I guess the top and this comes in the form of keeping up with the trends this comes in forms of you know you know, who's most relevant. Yeah. You know, so two things I was going to piggyback to on Anton said, the other Mm -hmm. thing too, is when you have to keep up with the trends and do everything to fit in, but it's not really who you are. Like eventually besides having to work really hard to fake it, like Mm -hmm. if you ever get, eventually you get found out. And then when you get found out, you end up alone because all those people Mm -hmm. realize Mm -hmm. you're nothing like me. And now you're like, you got to start from scratch again. Right. Mm -hmm. But the truth is, as teenagers, right, it takes a lot of strength to be your authentic self because there's so many external factors that impact how we feel about ourselves, right? But like, so how do you, I mean, I'm going to use a statement, but how would you teach your your peers like to truly believe like I am enough, like I am enough as I am, right? Because the truth is we all are enough. Mm-hmm. Right? We all are We're who we are and what we bring to the world right. is who we are. We're enough. But how do you, how do you, how do you teach that to your to your peers who are so stuck on these trends and on social media and, you know, getting these mixed messages from, and by the way, from parents too. 
mm-hmm. right? Right. Parents, social media, we get all these mixed messages. How do you, how do you navigate that? And how do you, what would you say or how would, what advice could you give to other teens your age who deal with this to yeah. be able to be authentic to themselves? Yeah. So I think there's numerous different ways to approach it, but for me personally, it was just how many hours do I spend on my phone? How many hours am I per, like, how many hours in a day am I on my phone consuming media and, you know, looking at celebrities and looking at influencers and looking at, you know, these new trends and, oh my gosh, you have to buy these pants. Oh my gosh, you have to buy this shirt. Oh my gosh, look at blah, 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 blah. So for me personally, I had a pretty bad screen time. I'd say like so bad sometimes, like nine hours a day. Now that was a lot. And you even with, you could do so much even without nine hours in a day, you know, still on your phone, you could go to school, you can do homework, you could do so much, but still I managed to get nine hours of my screen time. And you know, at first I talked to my friends, like, do you, like, what's your guys' screen time, you know, just out of curiosity to start a conversation. Everyone, they're like, oh, nine hours, like, that's nothing. I have 10 hours, I have 11 hours, you know, sometimes 14 hours, like, it's crazy. So I think this just goes back to how much of the media are we seeing a day? How many, because scrolling through TikTok, scrolling through a feed is so easy, you know, and you could get sucked into it. That's the whole purpose. You're supposed to be sucked into it. So how do you, it's all about managing it and how you're willing to not be so susceptible to this consumption of media because our brains were not trained to see this much content in a day, you know? So for me personally, it's just touching base with reality again, you know, just connecting back to who I am and honestly just socializing, you know, with my family, friends, I think being on social media all day so tiring because it makes me feel bad about myself at the end of the day oh I don't look like that I don't you know I don't own these type of clothes my room doesn't look like that my life doesn't look like that you know so just taking a step back training myself to you know not go on TikTok as much not be on Instagram as much and you know for me so what I did which I find to be the most effective as soon as I wake up don't go on my phone at all so usually I feel like on weekends or even during the summer, going up, like waking up and then going on my phone, I'm on my bed for hours, you know, like I'm just scrolling through feed. I didn't even go to the bathroom yet. I didn't get ready. You know, I'm it's it's disgusting, but I'm just on my bed scrolling on my phone. So I think literally just stepping out of bed and just doing what you have to do, you know, getting getting yourself together just kind of putting your phone aside <clears throat> and my friends did that they deleted tiktok they or i know some of my friends they deleted tiktok for a while because they also knew how bad it was for them and yeah for me i also deleted a couple apps you know in periods of time because you know whatever but in periods of time i'll delete apps and I, you feel so much more better yeah. you know you don't feel so overstimulated you feel actually really like like wow i had a good day today wow like I don't feel so trapped. You don't feel suffocated almost. I don't know how to describe it, but it, it, it really is a good feeling. And, you know, just take, it doesn't have to be an automatic change. You don't have to just completely delete everything. You, could, you know, it could just be like, oh, um, I'm just going to put my phone in another room or oh, I'm just going to completely shut off my phone. Little things like that just to start incorporating. I think those are great. 
That was great. That's such great advice. And <laughs> I hope I hope other teams listening to listen to you because that what you said about just recognizing how it's making you feel and knowing mm -hmm. that you need to do something and taking action on it and then being able to acknowledge that it made you feel better. Like that's so key right there because um I couldn't agree more. And you know, I'm I'm you know, I'm I'm all about I understand social media and I get it. And I'm, I'm mm -hmm. I understand it's a part of life and how your generation communicates. And I, I think there's wonderful benefits to it, but everything in moderation. And the fact that mm -hmm. you notice, hey, like I need to, I need to cut back on this on your mm -hmm. own. Do that and and reap the reward and how it feels and that liberating mm -hmm. feeling of like freeness, right? Because right. even me and Antoine, right? We post. We're very active on. Well, we're active on a lot of social media, but we're we're extremely mm -hmm. active on LinkedIn, and we get a ton of comments, right? And people and same thing. Like I'm always like I gotta. I got to respond to the, and I don't like what mm -hmm. I started doing was like, I do it at the end of the day. I, I pick a time and I just mm -hmm. go on and respond and that's it because otherwise I'd be on this phone all day long too, going back and forth. Right. I get it. And I think that's wonderful advice that you, uh, that you just offered. So thank you for sharing that. Yeah. You know, I think, yeah. I think I'm going to just uh, piggyback on that as well. Something you described too, Holly is that um, that acronym FOMO, the fear of missing out. People feel like they're missing out on something if they're, you know, uh, not scrolling through. But, you know, it's a couple of things I've done that just made all the difference in the world. And this actually happened yesterday. I actually put my phone down at 730 last night. I didn't look at it until 10 o'clock today at all. Wow. <laughs> and when I go to bed, I don't take my my phone stays in my office. I don't take it to bed. It's not in the same room. And like you, mm -hmm. I don't wake up and grab my phone. What did I miss? Guess what? It's not going anywhere. It's going to be there whenever <laughs> you get to it. Right. And, and then to your point about, you know, being able to sit and scroll, if you think about it, you sit and scroll there, you're scrolling it. It's still going to be there when you come back two hours later or three hours later. Exactly. And then mm -hmm. most of the time people are following up on a post by adding a post. So whatever you think you're missing out on, you can come back three, four hours later, still going to be fresh and new. And, I think you you make some great points in that is not allowing um, like I always ask the question, is your phone using you or are you using your phone? And I think we live in, a, in an era where our phones are dominating our lives and controlling what we do. And once we gain mm -hmm. control of that, then we can uh, kind of hang on to our identity and, and realize that, you know, uh, these uh, electronic devices don't have to run our lives. Yeah. And you know what else? You, you actually made another statement. What you're actually teaching too when you do that is boundaries because you're creating, you're creating boundaries, right? When, when your friends are texting you after school or whatever, and you're trying to do work, like if you're not answering your phone, cause like, Hey, it's time for me to do work right now. Or, mm -hmm. Hey, it's Saturday morning. And like, I'm going to go do other things. Like you not mm -hmm. responding, right? Like you're setting a boundary. Like, look, this is when I'm like, you know, if you're going to text me or reach out to me during these times, I'm probably mm -hmm. not going to respond. Right. Mm -hmm. That. But that's, yeah. that sets a clear boundary, which mm -hmm. is really important. Boundaries are really important in life. As you grow up, you're going to mm -hmm. need to set them and, and enforce them. And I think that, you know, it's great that you do that because you let it be known, like, you know, so when you don't respond, that person's not going to be like, oh, Holly's ignoring me. It's like, no, exactly. she's, probably working. she's probably working. She doesn't mm -hmm. answer. Well, she doesn't usually hop on mm -hmm. her phone Saturdays at noon. Like, that's actually a good thing, you know? Mm -hmm. Exactly. And then, you know, now it's... I'm going to school in like three days, but usually like people know, you know, that, you know, you, everyone knows that you have to do homework, you know? And then there's so many times where I catch myself at like 12 AM, like day before test. Oh my gosh, I forgot to study like a whole group chat of like kids in a class. Oh my gosh, guys, do you study? No, I'm so behind. Like, oh my gosh, I've been on my phone all day. 
stuff like that it's it is like becoming a huge phenomenon like this is a huge problem and you know i smile about it but i'm also like i'm facing the same problem i literally have to restrict myself from my phone so every single like not okay every day i won't lie but you know you know when i have a huge (laughs) test you know when i have a huge test to study for um during my ap exams you know those were pretty big i had after school i would go on my phone for i'll give myself like 30 minutes just a break from school and you know work you know just to ease my mind a little and then afterwards i'll just give my phone to my dad and just be like you know what take this away from me for like three hours and he's not gonna say no you keep it you keep your phone you know <laughs> you know you manage it no he's obviously gonna be like yeah for sure like i won't give you your phone for like three hours and you know in those three hours i get work done so fast versus me you know for like i'd say six hours constantly switching from my phone to you know studying and just you know my mind is in completely different spaces it the outcome is just so much more different and like you said the news isn't going to go anywhere the posts aren't going to go anywhere you know they're always going to be there and there are so many cases where you know what the media it goes it comes and goes so fast you won't even know you miss anything you know things become irrelevant in like five seconds you know, so did you really miss anything? Is No one's going to be talking about it tomorrow on social media. There's always going to be this new thing coming and going. And you know what? Who cares if you miss, you know, one news? Oh, my gosh, the celebrity farted on stage. You know, <laughs> so many different things happen. Like, you're not going to completely blow your mind because you weren't here to witness one thing, you know? Yeah. Oh, I was just going to say, you just described something, Holly, that – uh, is is a great way to to bring kind of bring it uh, full circle. Is the part about you saying you give your phone to your dad and goes, hey, keep it for three hours. There's something huge there that I want to make sure that everybody listens to, and this is what Keith and I do do on a daily basis: teaching accountability and teaching responsibility by you taking the owner taking ownership of that sends a message to your parents, hey. I am responsible at a young age. I'm showing you that I can be responsible by showing you that I can be accountable. And that transcends into other aspects of your life as a young person, too, is teaching your parents because parents already have enough trouble trying, you know, they're worried about you being safe when you leave the house every day and having to worry about something as to us minuscule as a phone showing that responsibility. I think that goes a long way to showing responsibility and accountability. Yeah. And, you know, the other thing that you that I wanted to point out, because you also brought it up, is this idea of like, so you talked about how like when you have your phone near you, you're ping ponging back and forth between doing work, right? Takes you so much longer to get it done, right? Mm -hmm. And so it's an efficiency thing, too, because the way the brain works, it's like, it's like a car, right? You get in the car, you you turn on the engine, you know, you have to put a foot on the gas to get from zero to 60, right? It takes a little bit to get there. But once you're cruising at 60... You're cruising, right? The minute you look at that phone, like you literally just turn the engine off. Now you got to <laughs> step on the engine again. You got to step on mm-hmm. the gas. And every time that happens, you got to build up that energy. So like we think we're okay. But the truth is like once our brain gets to like this mode where we can focus, we can crank out very good stuff and productively and efficiently. Mm-hmm. But every time we get distracted, we're actually not putting out our best work because we're never getting mm-hmm to that peak efficiency. We're constantly, you know, we're, it's like we're revving the engine, but we're never actually stepping on the gas. Right. Yeah. Well, I think it's great that you, that you pointed that out. Cause it's so true. Yeah. Um, so we, we're not nervous anymore, right? You're good. Feels You're doing like great. A, a normal conversation. There now, you go. Comes the hard part. All right. Yeah. 
Antoine's going to blister you with the lightning round with a bunch of questions. Oh, okay. Great. But don't <laughs> worry. They're all, they're all harmless and fun. So, yeah, we want to make sure that we always end this on a high note and, and, and funny because sometimes the topics can be, they can be serious topics because this is one, but it's also, we want to make sure that it's fun. And um, you mentioned earlier, you were, yeah, you definitely were not nervous because we knew you were going to do great once you got going and we love it because we always say the less we talk, the best, better the show is. So this is just another <laughs> example of a great show. So you did great. So the first Thank question you. is what is your go-to karaoke song? Oh, Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> good yeah good one good one um if you could have any superpower what would it be and why uh transportation like just teleporting teleporting okay okay yeah. why would you want to do that um i love traveling i love traveling i think that's one of my favorite things in this whole entire world that i can do with my family i just you know experiencing different cultures just different parts of the world it's so it's such an interesting concept really you know yeah. how different you can live and the different types of language and the way you communicate it's really intriguing even the food i just love it okay good answer good answer uh what's the most adventurous thing you've ever done most adventurous um <laughs> <laughs> it must be good. you're like you're laughing it must be good <laughs> <laughs> i'll say a different one most adventurous i'd say um this goes back to the traveling thing so me and my sister so we had a family trip to paris last winter absolutely loved it um but then you know you know me and my sister were teenagers now like i feel like over there in europe the kids there they're much more trusted and they're much more independent than they are compared to America. So my parents were just like, oh yeah, like do your own thing. You know, we trust you. Just don't stay too far in Texas. So basically like the whole night, me and my sister, we were going to different cafes, you know, trying different drinks. We were shopping. We were just, you know, dancing, literally doing everything. I think that was so fun. Yeah, that's good. See, your parents trust you. I love that. Love that. That means you've set a <laughs> good example for them. Yeah. Yes, love that. <laughs> What's the weirdest food combination you've ever tried, but it, surprisingly, you enjoyed it? I feel like pickle and hot sauce. Ooh. Yes. Ooh. I love it. I love it. Pickle really? and hot sauce. Do you guys know tahini? The what? what? Tahini. It's like this um oh, yes. Mexican powder yeah chili or something it's like mm -hmm. pretty spicy and sour almost pickle hot sauce and then tahini oh my gosh i i, I can cry about it it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> no, i won't try that but thanks for sharing it <laughs> yeah, let, me, let me try that all right so what is, if you could be any fictional character for one day who would you who would you choose Fictional character? Oh my gosh. Um, Ratatouille, the rat. Okay. <laughs> I love cooking. I just want to go back. <laughs> All right. That's a good one. Uh, what's your favorite social media platform and why? Um, ironically, TikTok. <laughs> because, you know, I of course I was bashing on it about the overconsumption and stuff, but also it's very informative sometimes. You know, when I have a... Because, you know, on Google, it can... I feel like it's very much the facts, but then I feel like, you know, even I told you guys, I have my wisdom teeth infection, right? So I was going on Google and they're just, oh, these are the symptoms. But then when I went on TikTok, there was people like experiencing the th same things as me and they were just telling me how they dealt with it. And I found that to be useful and like 
just reassured knowing that someone went through the same thing as me, knowing I'm not dying, you know? <laughs> yeah, for you sure. You know what I love the most about TikTok in your generation? Your generation is using TikTok to organize. Like when they when they when they want to like stand up for something or they want to make a point or they want to make an, make an impact or make change, they're using TikTok to connect with people from all over the world who are going through the same mm -hmm. thing or struggling with the same thing to build awareness. And I think it, when your generation uses it for that, I think that's mm -hmm. super super powerful and impactful. Yeah, I think TikTok is really impactful, but I it's just the way that it impacts people can go two different ways, you know, to two different sure. extremes. So it's just the way what people choose to promote and what people choose to, you know, click on. Yeah, that's a very good point. Yeah, in moderation, exactly. Um, excluding uh, present company, um, if you could have a celebrity as your friend, best friend for a day, <laughs> for a day who would it be and why? Dead or alive? Yeah, dead or alive. Dead or alive, oh my gosh. Um, dead or alive. Uh, I watched Breakfast at Tiffany's like three days ago for the first time. So, what, what was her name? Tiffany. Audrey Hepburn. Audrey Hepburn. Yeah. yeah. Why not? Why not? Wow. Yeah, Wait, why I'm sorry. Another one. I have another one. Elvis. 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 Or, oh my gosh, I have so many. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Audrey well, Hepburn, that's kind of yeah. cool. That's cool. We we always like when you pick people from uh, our our era or people that we're really familiar with. That's a good one. That might be your era there, buddy. You got another one? Uh, <laughs> what you got? Another one. I have Tom Hanks. Ah, uh, okay. Okay. Um, what's the funniest joke you know by heart? I know by heart? Um... Oh, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't, it's okay if you don't know one. That's okay. Um, I have like a really basic joke. Knock, knock. Okay. Who's there? Interrupting cow. Interrupting cow. Who? Okay. We're going to have to send you some new ones. <laughs> I, yeah, I feel like jokes just come through like experience. I, don't, I love inside jokes. Yeah. You know, I feel like that yeah. just comes with like experience okay. it's just funny stories that i have okay i got well this is visual so since we weren't here this will be a good one so it's a guy who's trying to get a job as a bouncer and he was like mm -hmm. my size i'm 5'8 145 pounds so not a big guy the owner at the mm -hmm. uh the bar says no i can't i can't do it because you could get hurt i mean you got to be taking care of people fight break out <laughs> and the guy goes no i'm telling you i've been in the military i'm tough i i, I can i can do it so he goes, well, you got to give me an example of you showing me that you were tough so I can kind of get an idea of what you're able to do. So the guy says, uh, well, I was in a boating accident once and I was trying to start a uh, a motor and I pulled it. The blade cut my hand off <laughs> and I grabbed my hand out of the water and we had a first aid kit and I sewed it back on myself without any anesthesia or anything. And the guy goes, wait a minute you cut your hand off and you sewed it back on right there in a boat right. using just a little first aid kit in the boat and you're fine. You'd have an infection or anything. And the guy goes, yeah, everything was fine. He goes, well, heck in that case, you got the job. And the guy goes, all right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> uh, can you remember that one? You can use right. that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that. All right. Yeah. All right. 
you can use that one. So people have to watch the YouTube version of this interview to, to get that joke. To get the physical. Uh, yeah, to that. get the joke. All right, last question. What is the most memorable concert or live performance you've ever attended? Performance. Okay. Um, so I'm going to Drake's concert soon, like in a month, I believe. So I, I haven't been to that one yet, but um, okay. I've been to a lot of concerts, um, but it was kind of weird, but the Wiggles, like back when I was like three, like, I thought, uh, do you guys know who the Wiggles are? Uh, yeah, no. Fruit salad, yummy, yummy. Yeah, the Wiggles. So basically, like, I've been to, like, different concerts, but I feel like that is, like, the first memory, like, the youngest memory I have. How old are you? You're probably, like, really young, right? Yeah, three or four. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. It's so Wiggles, like, Wiggles was, like, the first show. It was like what? Kid show. It was, like, okay. it was in, I think it was Australian, right? It was a kid show. Yeah. He's, yeah. yeah. Okay. You watched that game? Hmm? My kids, my kids. Did. No, Keith, no, you watch that thing, man. You know, oh, I watch it with them, man. That's absolutely. <laughs> I'll do whatever I got to do for my kids. Good song, watch. good song. Trust me, I've, yeah. I've sat through way worse like that. <laughs> I've sat through that crap too, so it's all good. <laughs> By the way, I meant to ask you, why Elvis? I was just curious that you. Elvis? I had no interest in him until the movie that came out. Mm -hmm. My dad and I. My dad and I, we love watching movies, and you know, we love we're we're haters. We love like criticizing a movie after we watch it. Man, that was so boring. Man, that sucks. Man, the actor could have done better. Man, the director could have directed better. But I feel like Elvis. We watched it twice, which never happens. You know, me and my dad, we hate rewatching movies. It's just a one-time thing and go. And the fact that we watched it twice in a theater, you know, I think I don't know much about him, but I just I love the way that it was filmed. I think i think the songs are really good too i listened to a couple um elvis songs a lot of his more ballads i like um but yeah um you know i i hear he's not the best guy but the movie was like i you know i feel like that's also the fun part you know just to Great interview position. someone that's controversial yeah you know well, I think everybody has that some some aspects of that, and that's what some of these movies are great. When you know you look at a movie like that and, and Ray, the Ray Charles movie, and and things mm -hmm. like that. So yeah, you find out a lot about uh, about people that you didn't know, and then like you, mm -hmm. you find you find out something about somebody you didn't even know really know about. So I okay. think that's what's great about it, and it's great that you and your dad watch them the way that you do, and not just as entertainment, but also mm -hmm. from a um, from a, a critic standpoint too because going back to what we talked about at the very beginning you know finding out what you like what you don't like you find out you start <laughs> like critiquing movies you forget, next thing you know you're a movie critic you know like yeah. uh Siskel and ebert back in the day oh god yeah <laughs> i know right? I'm, I aging, think, I'm aging us yeah. two thumbs but, up <laughs> <laughs> yeah. right on what are you gonna say holly um no my dad and i we bond over critiquing movies i think you know, he used to um, go to film school and then, you know, he went on a different path. But then, you know, when I was when I started um, getting older and him and I, we started sharing the same type of movies that we watched. I think that's one of the favorite things I do with my dad, watching movies and critiquing them. I think critiquing them, you know, bad, but, you know, fun also at the same time. Yeah. I see a podcast in your future. Yeah, no doubt. I no love, doubt. I would love that. Yeah. I can talk about anything. 
Yeah, no, you did. I'm telling you, you did great. You said you were nervous, but you did a phenomenal job. And and, uh, and we both yeah. really appreciate you taking the time and sharing something that's really important, you know, trends and, and young people realizing that, you know, be yourself and don't let uh, influences dictate what you do. And, and I think you'll be a lot happier. So I really do yeah. appreciate mm -hmm. it. Thanks for being here. No problem. My friends and I, we always joke. Every time we have like a huge conversation, a huge funny one, they're like, man, we should start a podcast. Like, <laughs> Yeah, you, you should. Dad, you and your dad should start a TikTok channel of, you know, movie yeah. reviews. Re movie, movie reviews. Yeah. That's a great <laughs> idea. No, absolutely. Yeah. I love watching um, uh, reaction videos on YouTube. On YouTube. Yes. Watching, I love watching that. I and love I, that, too. Yeah. So that's what you guys should do, something like that. I mean, you could yeah. do short clips. You can just give an overview of what you like mm -hmm. and what you didn't like about it. It's almost like um, like I'm always looking for something to to watch as a uh, watch a movie, and then I could watch you and your dad and go, oh, okay, well, how and your dad? Well, this is a good one. I'll check that out, or not watch that one because they said it's not good. I would trust yeah. your judgment, you and your dad. I don't know your dad, but I'll trust you. <laughs> we like you. We know you now, so we'll do that. Yeah, we might yeah. We'll do that for sure. Well, listen, if you would like to be a guest on here, like Holly is. All you have to do is go to Keith's website, shiftyourpower.com, or my website, coachteescorner.com. We both have a link there where you fill out the form like Holly did. We reach out to you. We schedule it, and you can be on here talking about whatever it is you want to do. And Holly's going to be sharing this with her classmates and her friends because the more we have one, we want Walnut High School to be our biggest fans. Yes, we want them to be our biggest fans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so all you have to do is go to our websites and we would love to hear from you um they again thank you so much holly and we appreciate love you coming you. on and wish you the very best in your senior year of high school thank you starting school in three days hi i'm struggling with my summer reading but you know what i'll i'll, I'll find a way i'll find a way there's always a way when there's a will there's a way there you go Absolutely. There you congrats go. hope you have a great year thank you. thank you for having me i had a lot of fun talking feels oh. like it was five minutes there you go. See, we told you you'd like it. Um, so our parting words, I will leave you with this. We talked about uh, FOMO, the fear of missing out. Well, I want you to kind of think about something else using that acronym. And that would be the freedom of making opportunities. The freedom of making opportunities as opposed to the fear of missing out. And I just want to say my favorite, one of my favorite Jim Rohn quotes, right? You're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. So choose wisely. Indeed, indeed. Any words of uh, encouragement you want to send out to your generation, Holly? Live, love, laugh. Yes. Great one. Beautiful. Great one. Live, love, laugh. And we're going to end with that. Until next episode, we shall see you. Are you looking for an experienced youth empowerment and leadership coach to help your teenager find their true north? Look no further. Let Coach Keith and Coach T show you how, through education, support, and inspiration. Visit their websites, shiftyourpower.com and coachtscorner.com, respectively, to learn more about the services they offer and to book a session today. If you or someone you know would like to be a guest on TeenSpeak, be sure to connect with Keith at keith at shiftyourpower.com or Antoine at coachtscorner.com.